When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Buff Nation! Let's go. That's low energy, bro. I don't feel like that was low energy. That was normal energy. Okay. I don't know. I just don't... I need everyone's spirits to be lifted up. Oh, we're going to lift some spirits. All right. DMVR Buffs Prime Timer presented by Illegal Pete's. Everyone's go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. And before we get into anything, <laughs> happy birthday, Jake. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Get those happy birthdays in the chat. Thank you, chat. I appreciate y'all. 30, man. Gas up, my guy. 30. It's all downhill oh, from here. Yeah. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> it's all I've heard. So <clears throat> No, dude. When I turned 30, everyone was like, oh, bro, 30s are great. Probably the best time of your life. They're full of shit. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, I don't need to hear that. <laughs> no, I, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, you know, it has its it has its ups and downs. Okay. I'll take it. <laughs> I feel like that's all I've gotten at this point is ups and downs. Yeah. You know. You're you uh are like usually a little more financially able to do things that you want to do. That's true. Uh so that's a cool thing. Like yeah. I went to the NBA finals when my team was in there. Probably couldn't have done that when I was twenty four. Um also you just wake up and things hurt for no reason. So, you know, it's a give and take. Can't wait. Hangovers are brutal. Oh, man. I did feel my legs buckle a little bit just walking out of bed this morning. (laughs) So we're already there. All right. Let's get down to it, man. Um, Yesterday was a day. It was a day. Quite a day. Maybe the weirdest day of the Coach Prime era. Um, It's up there. Yeah. I thought that last year we went through a weird re- recruitment with Cormani. Yeah. And uh, it's being topped in almost every regard this year. It sure is. It sure is. Also, I'm absolutely not depressed for what it's worth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so yesterday, after the show, we went upstairs. We sat around for another hour and a half or so, waiting, hoping to see something would come through. Nothing happened. We go home, and then uh, like 7.30-ish on three reports that Jordan Seaton's not signing today. Yep, and I actually got that before. I mm-hmm. told you. I said, it's not happening today. It might drag all the way to Friday. Yep. And then, yes, of course, the report comes out, <clears throat> which a lot of people thought, okay, I could log off for the day. <laughs> yes, until Hayes Fawcett puts out a tweet at like 8.15 Saying that in 15 minutes, he's going live on IG with Jordan Seaton to discuss this, basically. Jake, (laughs) with all due respect to all involved, that might have been the single worst piece of content I've ever seen. It was fucking brutal, (laughs) bro. It was brutal. Oh. I sat through it because I felt like I kind of I have to like sit yeah, through yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And it was just I, there was like a lag between them and stuff. Like there was literally like thirty second stretches of silence. It was someone responded to me, and I feel like this is what you were getting at. Someone responded to me and said, "I watched that for thirty seconds, closed out, and blocked both of them." <laughs> <laughs> it's like if I didn't have to watch that, I really would not have. 
Um, but I don't know what to take from that. I truly don't. Because it's not as if nothing happened. Some things happened. Yeah. It was just all incredibly uncomfortable and clunky. Um, and with all due respect to Hayes Fawcett, who is a fantastic graphic designer. Yes. Not exactly uh, like Barbara Walters on the interview. He's like, he's five years younger than me, I think. He's I young. I think he's younger than that. He's really, really young. Yeah. But obviously, like, that's not his thing. His thing was he made graphics. Yes. He's not an interviewer. Yes. Um, so, I, I don't know. Do you want to go through the uh, bullet points of what, what happened? Um, I don't know the order, but the biggest one, Jordan Seaton did say at one point he's still a buff. Yeah, I saw someone tweet that. He said it, though. He did say it. But out of context, it sounds so much more promising than in context. Of course, yes. Because uh, someone just said, like, Jordan Seaton, quote, I'm still a buff. And it got retweeted into oblivion. And I was like, well, we're leaving a lot out here. So to me, that is notable, for uh -huh. sure. And it's, it shouldn't be thrown away. But the first question was like, you committed to Colorado. What do you like about Colorado? <laughs> yeah. And Jordan Seaton was just like, Colorado's really cool. They have a great coaching staff. He almost kind of said it in a sarcastic voice. Mm -hmm. Did you catch? Did you feel that? It almost felt felt like he was forced to do the live. Almost. That's what it sounded like to By me. By who? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like he obviously did it on his own free will, but like the way he was speaking sounded like he didn't want to do it or say anything or be there. Yeah, it was so so awkward. So like he gives I don't know five words on why he committed to Colorado. Mm-hmm. And then he's asked about, like, well, what other schools are talking to you? Like, you didn't sign. Just throws in Nebraska. Yeah. And then he, he says, goes, the last person to DM you is Dylan Rayola in Nebraska. Yes. And it's like, okay. Um, there is a part where he's asked, what's your relationship like with Shador and Travis? And he said, we're friends. Yeah. And I almost wish you didn't say anything so people could... So let's do this again so we can actually reenact what happened. So, Dil uh, so Jordan, uh, what's your relationship with, like, like with Travis and Shador? We're friends. That's literally Feel how it. awkward that is? Yeah, that's literally <laughs> it, though. There, there was like 15, 20-second stretches of silence constantly. Allie literally goes, did he drop off? <laughs> yes. I was like, no, what is happening it was, right It was insane. Um, I can't even remember what else really even happened. Like, Boo Carter's showing up. And he's like saying, that's my guy. Remember what we said type of thing. And then obviously, like Tennessee was in the mix, too. He never said a thing about Maryland. Maryland's. Uh, wait, he did say one thing about Maryland, but I can't remember what it was. It, 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 oh, he was talking about. Uh, he said, what do you then Jordan Seed started asking the questions? Yes. He's like, <laughs> what do you guys think was the biggest flip of the day? And so everyone's talking about KJ Bolden, right? KJ uh -huh. Bolden, KJ Bolden. And he's like, did anyone see so-and-so who flipped from somewhere to Maryland? That really caught my eye. Uh -huh. And I was like, oh, my God, what is happening? It's, it's moments like these where I'm like, I don't – there's such a thin line between love and hate. Do I love college football or do I hate it? Literally my exact <laughs> like thought process all day yesterday. It's like part of me just thinks that this is incredible content. Like from a from a I wide mean, spectrum. Yeah. Like you have the number one offensive lineman in the country on Instagram with a graphic designer 
5,000 people are watching and nothing's really happening. No. And I was like, oh, this could only happen in college football. Like, imagine if, like, I don't know, Kevin Durant hadn't announced where he's going in free agency and then he, like, ends up on IG Live. With, with Woj. Some, but it's not Woj. It's, like, the right. opposite of Woj. Right. Uh, and, like, he's talking about it but not saying anything and, like, everyone's watching. It's like, this is so... I just... I I... When I take a step back, I'm like, this is why I love college football. It's so chaotic. Yeah. But at the same time, what the hell are we doing? <sighs> we are w just waiting for Jordan Seaton to go somewhere else. That's what it think, feels like to me. I don't think that's going to be the case. Okay. Uh, I'll explain right now. He obviously had a lot of fun with his, in his recruitment. The yep. whole, when Hayes Fawcett posted the graphic and he took CU off and all of a sudden it was a top six. Yep. Um, going on Undisputed, doing all these things to announce his commitment, bringing up Nebraska first in the IAG Live. Like, it's almost like he's kind of, like, really testing Buff Nation's loyalty in a way. Oh. I was going to say, how are people going to feel when he's done all this and he comes here? We'll just forgive him because he's here. But here's the thing. <laughs> or it doesn't matter. Okay, let's go back three or four months. If I told you you are at the finish line with the number one OT yeah. in this class, you would have probably literally said, I will do anything <laughs> for this to happen. Yeah, it's always easy when you're not in the mix. Exactly, but we're at the finish line. You can't back off now. I'm not backing off. I'm not. You still want Jordan Seaton, let's be honest. Um, and, you know, like, all of this stuff, I understand anyone who's kind of emotionally protecting themselves right now by just saying, like, whatever, I don't even care anymore. Um, and I get it. So I, I'm not saying, like, I've seen people say, like, they should pull his offer. Like, come on. That's ridiculous. That's not happening. Yes. That being said, this has been very strange. Um, and it it just doesn't. If, if I'm giving my gut feeling, it doesn't feel like this is trending towards him being uh, at Colorado. If he is, he's like a troll in a way that I've just never seen before. Like, because Alyssa pointed it out, like there has been damage done to the relationship between Jordan and the fan base. Has there? Yes. True damage, though? Come on. I don't know, man. This I, guy signs on the dotted line. He puts on a Buffs hat again, and everyone is up in arms excited. I think 90% of that is right. But I don't think he cares because he left them off the graphic, and Buffs fans were pissed. Yeah, exactly. Because if you remember, it feels like a year ago. It's like three <laughs> weeks ago. Um, we thought that it was going to be an announcement on Friday that Jordan Seaton was committing to Colorado. Mm -hmm. We all got, you know, he said big announcement coming on the IG. Yep, yep. The announcement is he's visiting Ohio State. Yes. Boom. Shot to the heart. Buffs fans are like, okay, whatever. Like, go on your visits. But we're still right in this thing. I think Monday, then he drops the graphic with his top schools. Buffs are off. People were pissed. Yeah. So he didn't care about it then. And then, of course, he ends up committing to Colorado. Everyone's happy, blah, blah, blah fun little game. I just sometimes, I, I don't, this one doesn't feel like that one. So I hope, look, if he becomes a buff, I think that most people will have just, will just move on and be excited. Um, but 
It will always be viewed as a really, really strange thing that happened. Cormani's was strange. Travis's was kind of strange. Ah, th those were pretty normal. No, come on. No one just flips to an HBCU, even if Deion Sanders is the head coach. That that's, but that's not strange in this way. I I know it's, it's different. It is different for sure. Yes, this is like strange and like a the behavior is strange. Look, man, he's flirted with a lot of schools. All right, uh, Tennessee. I I love when we're on opposite sides of things. I just think, look, again, perspective. Like, come on, we're at the finish line here. We can't, like, all of a sudden, oh, I don't know, like, break down every little thing he does and go, this shows his character. No, it's no. It's smart, tough, fast, discipline with character. No. I, just I'm relax. Not doing that. I'm not doing that. I don't think I'm doing that. I, I, you're not right <laughs> okay, now. Okay. There are a lot of people out yes. there who are. Yes. Shit, and we'll get to it in the second segment. We had a commitment yesterday, and the poor was, kid is getting like blasted sucks. because people are upset that Jordan Seaton's doing this. Yeah. That's why I don't like it. I know it's a very Karen take, but I'm like, you're kind of killing some other kids' shine. Yeah. No, I mean, I think, I think there's a lot of good points on all sides here. Like Alyssa makes a good point there. Like, I I posted about it because I honestly felt bad. Like Draylon Miller is a top ten signee in the history of Colorado football. Yeah. And like no one can really be excited or they could have been, but in the end, no one's really excited over it yesterday because everyone's freaking out over this the whole time. It's like, man, that's such a bummer. Um so I put out that video, which I didn't I had seen that video before. I didn't realize that was on fourth and thirteen of double overtime of the playoffs that he basically juked out the entire defense to get a first down and then a touchdown. Straight dog takeover yes. mode. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of fair takes on all sides of this. In the end, I go back to what I said yesterday, which is like, whatever Jordan Seaton decides, I truly believe that he wasn't purposely doing anything malicious. Um, and he's trying to do the best thing for himself. And I'm not going to hold anything against him. I'll move on. Uh, if, if it's not Colorado and if it is Colorado, we'll say that was weird. Let's get to work. Everyone just needs to chill a bit, I think, though. Like uh, Everyone needs to chill for a lot of reasons. Well, many reasons. But for when it comes to this, and I'm not saying people don't know this. This is an 18-year-old kid, 17-year-old kid. Um, I don't know. Kind of just let him do his thing. Like, you're in the conversation. What more can you ask for at this point? Of course, his name on the dotted line. Yes. It's going to happen eventually for someone. Might be CU. Louise in the comments is what matters most is how Shador feels about all of this. Um, he had a tweet today. He did have a tweet today. Um, I don't want to paraphrase. Let me get this pulled up. He said, if you ain't with us, then move around. And then he was on Rich Eisen, or Coach, Coach Prime, Prime was, was on Rich Eisen. Shador like kind of dropped in there, and he dropped the this little nugget that... Obviously, there's a text group with all these new O-linemen and Shador. He's trying to recruit them all. Mm -hmm. And I thought maybe it was Seton. I think he was talking about Matthew Bedford, though. He was talking though. about Matthew Bedford. When he decommitted, they were, like, checking him in the group chat, kick him from the group chat. Yeah. Like, no, you got to ride with us, man. Yeah. And he said something along the lines of, I need to be surrounded by confident people. Um, yes. I can't have people, like, wavering around me. I think, again... We, I talk about, you know, damage or repair, all that stuff. Like, you hope that if Jordan Seaton is planning on being a buff, that he hasn't, like, 
hurt his relationship with Shador by playing these games. Right. Um, and I, I, I think Louise is right. That is what matters most. If in, in the end, if it was all just fun and games and it was one big uh, song and dance and he becomes a buff and everything's cool with him and Shador, Coach Prime and, uh, you know, uh, Phil Lodeholt, mm-hmm. then we all move on. Otherwise, it might be time to start uh, looking into the portal to see what uh, left tackles are available out there. They'll figure it out. I believe that. Dion Coach Prime Sanders is the coach. I believe that. Anything else on Jordan C? And there's been no news today, by the way. No other crystal balls that I've heard of. It's uh, <sighs> so weird. This is probably going to at least tomorrow, if not February 6th or 7th. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he goes on Instagram live tonight. He did say he's supposed to be an early enrollee, though. And that's why I'd, I would highly doubt it goes to February. Mm-hmm. Early enrollee is on campus you know, pretty much couple weeks. next week. Week and a half. Two weeks, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think that there's a there's a 99% chance that this gets settled by tomorrow. I think so as well. Um, gun to your head. Is he a buff? No. Really? Yes. Wow. <laughs> I say yes. All right. I'm glad we disagree. <laughs> All right. Shout out to our friends at Prize Picks, the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. They're the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. Um, basketball season's here. You can even make pick combos with football and basketball on Prize Picks. Um, so you can com- combine the Nuggets and the Broncos. Price Picks is awesome. They even offer a reboot, reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Um, it's super simple to play. You can make your picks and submit an entry in less than 60 seconds. Head on over to prizepicks.com slash DMVR and use code DMVR for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. Again, that's prizepicks.com slash DMVR. And use code DMVR, Daily Fantasy Sports Made Easy. Also, what the heck just happened? Game time. Okay, sorry. My uh, page reloaded and I just <laughs> lost it. Uh, shout out to Game Time. Use the code BUFFS at Game Time for $20 off. Download the Game Time app, create your account, use the code D. Use the code BUFFS <laughs> when you sign up and get 20% off, $20 off your next purchase at Game Time. Game Time is the absolute best way to get last minute tickets. Um, the tickets drop as the, as the game gets closer. Mm-hmm. So you want to go with the family to go see the Broncos game this weekend? Let's see what it's at. Uh, you can use Game Time and um, you know have a nice little Christmas Eve trip to the Broncos game. I'm bummed. I'm leaving on Christmas Eve because I really want to hit that tailgate and potentially the game. That'll be a good. That's gonna be a good one. You can get in the door right now, including fees for seventy-two dollars a ticket right now. That's a great deal. Um, and like I said, it'll probably drop. The weather's supposed to get cold. You just wait and wait and wait, and you mm-hmm. get that best deal over at game time when you use the code BUFFS to get an extra twenty dollars off. So that's a fifty-dollar ticket for one of your tickets to go to the game. All right, it's open season on the buffs again right now. People are just cocking it back and throwing it down with those recruiting rankings, like 95th when it comes to the 2024 class. Um, We'll get to Philip Houston in a bit, but you wanted to talk about this. It's so disingenuous 
the way that people are talking about Colorado right now. Uh, and, and really, it's it can be one of two things. It's you're being disingenuous or you're willfully ignorant. Mm-hmm. Acting as if the as if Coach Prime has been a failure at recruiting because Colorado's freshman class comes in at 95th or whatever it's at right now is actively and willfully ignoring what's actually happening. Yeah. And it makes me want to scream, Jake, because as I tweeted out this morning, you're to believe one of two things. One, the guy who had the top portal class last year and currently has the top portal class this year is a really good recruiter who is focusing on the transfer portal or your other option. If you're trying to act like he can't recruit is for whatever reason, this message that he has only hits with 19 year olds, but not 18 year olds. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so frustrating to me that people act like this is a failure on his part. Jake, as it stands right now, they have about 80 players on scholarship, meaning they only have five more scholarships to use. Mm-hmm. Before yesterday, when Amontre Bradford and who was the other one? Uh, Zakarl Lewis Zachar- and then Omar White. Before those two were taken off the commit list yesterday, mm-hmm. they're at 82. Meaning, if a four star linebacker from a big school hits the portal, you, you only have three left. So you might be able to get him. But then what if, you know, a, a really good center hits it? Now you're two. The point is, you would be completely strapped as to what you could actually do in the portal if you took a bigger freshman class. And if you wanted to, sure, could you have taken a 10-man freshman class? Of course, you could have backloaded it with a bunch of three stars like everyone else does. Or if you're Coach Prime, you probably could have focused harder on recruiting four or five stars and landed a couple more of those. But to anyone who's paying attention, it is so clear and obvious that that was never their focus. And so... Not everything has to be exactly the plan. Maybe they did want to keep a Montre Bradford. Maybe they didn't. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But maybe they did, and he he decided to flip at the last minute. That doesn't take away from the fact that Colorado has not invested time and resources into their freshman class like the teams who are doing it at a high level are. They are taking their time and their resources and putting it into the transfer portal mm-hmm. because they believe that is the fastest way to get to relevance. You can disagree with the strategy. You can. Uh, and, and I think I'm willing to hear arguments on why you don't like the strategy. I happen to agree with the strategy, so I'll go back and forth with you if you want to do it. Uh, not you specifically, but anyone. Right. But you can't act like this was a failure on Colorado's part to not bring in more freshmen. And it wasn't by design. It is so very clearly by design that they are going into the transfer portal and using their available scholarships. They can't just sign however many people they want. They can only sign a certain amount of people. They're using that resource to try and get players who they believe can contribute faster. Mm -hmm. Spot on. I mean, the cupboard was bare when Coach Prime got here. Completely bare. That's why everyone left last year, and that's why they redid the roster. And if you're banking on high school classes... To rebuild this program in its current state over the last year, we're waiting another two, three years yep. to even know what we have, really. Yep. 
This is why the transfer portal is being utilized so heavy, heavily here at Colorado. We need players now, today. Like, And what you said, it's like, I don't know if these people are just trying to engagement bait, if they're just straight up dumb and dense and obtuse. Yep. But it's dumb to post that stuff because it's completely irrelevant to the complete breakdown and design of what they're trying to do with this roster. Absolutely. And honestly... With all due respect, the Jordan Seaton situation is kind of a reason why many coaches are moving away from recruiting high school as much. Now, Coach Prime said it. Yes. Now, I will say this. No one's doing it as much as Coach Prime mm-hmm. yet. But the Jordan Seaton situation, you put all this time into recruiting him. You have everyone on your staff talk to him. You've got your NIL collective people talking to him. They're doing these negotiations. I mean, time, 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 investment, 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 investment. And then at the last second, everything can change. And maybe he comes here, maybe he doesn't. But if he doesn't, then it was a massive waste of time. You didn't get him. Now, how about this, Jake? If you do get him, there's absolutely nothing stopping him from one year from now or 11 months from now saying, okay, I want to go back to the drawing board on my NIL. I need X, I need Y, I need Z, or I'm hitting the portal. Mm-hmm. And what probably happens, not necessarily with Jordan Seaton, but with players all over the country, is these guys are just going to say, yeah, I'm hitting the portal. And you have there's nothing you can do. And then you have to re-recruit them and put all that time and energy investment. One of the benefits, and we've gone over the, the bad sides of this, one of the benefits of the one-time free transfer rule is that once they transfer into your school, they're a lot more bound to your school yep. than a freshman uh, who comes in out of high school. So yep. there's a there's a reason why Coach Prime is doing this, and I promise you it's not because he doesn't know how to recruit 17-year-olds. He only knows how to recruit 19-year-olds. <laughs> right. Um, another thing, too. Let's go back a year. So the Buffs finished uh, 2023. Just something else? Do you, there's a tweet out there. I need someone to help me find it. Uh-huh. Where someone said, like, I spoke to a D1 coach last night, and they told me this is this is the difference between transfer portal and... Didn't Coach Prime say that? He might have said something along the lines. But someone said, like, an anonymous quote from a coach that was like, I much rather recruit out of the portal yes because these guys know exactly what they want. Yes. And they come in, and it's a quick, done deal. Whereas freshmen are flip floppy and they've got a million different people in their ear i want to find that quote because i want to take the uh um screenshot of bucky's tweet when he said sounds genius when someone outside of colorado says it right <laughs> yeah and post it so someone help me find that tweet i know it's out there i searched twitter advanced search all that stuff this morning i couldn't find it i mean look man when these transfer kids are coming fresh off a season the very next weekend, they're just visiting Colorado. They come and check it out. They see the facilities. They see Coach Prime and the coaching staff. They see Shador Travis, and they just go, yep, they have a need. I can play here. Yep. Like, it's instant. Boom. We got six offensive linemen just like that. Yep. And as a benefit from a time and investment standpoint, you're not even allowed to recruit them during the season. Mm-hmm. So the recruiting period exactly. for them is very condensed. Yeah. Here's the other thing. No one, and I truly mean no one, that is talking about Colorado's quote-unquote failure to recruit freshmen has taken any look into the eligibility of the players that they have gotten. Mm -hmm. 
most recent before uh, Philip Houston yesterday. The most recent transfer that Colorado got is a four-star transfer on the edge who has five sacks already in one year at the college level and has three years of eligibility left. So the idea that, oh, you just can't sustain this long-term is a fallacy. It's not true. It's, it's a made-up thing based off of the old transfer portal, which wasn't even called the portal back then. It was just like you have grad transfers, and then sometimes a guy who transfers towards the end of his like career. A hardship transfer, yeah. It was very rare to get a young transfer. Right. Now it's incredibly common because what I just said a second ago about yep. these guys who come in as freshmen and they can just go do whatever they want if they play well. Um, Caden Green, another perfect example. Right. That's like almost a one-for-one one Jordan Seaton. Yeah. Goes in, plays fantastic. We'll see if Jordan does. Um, but then another school comes calling. He didn't even enter the transfer portal. Mm -hmm. Another school came... Dropped a massive bag on the front porch and said, we'll see you in Columbia. Yeah. And he was there. Um, so the idea here is that you can get young players through the transfer portal. You're always going to have some sort of focus on bringing in freshmen. Mm -hmm. um, whether it's five, which, you know, was so eye-opening and incredibly low to people, or ten, which is really not any different at all. Right. Um, you're going to have some, and maybe some years you're going to do 15. Coach Prime has said from the first day that he set foot on campus at Colorado, we're winning now. Yes. The way to do that is through the transfer yes. portal. And it doesn't mean he has to do that forever. This whole idea of sustainability, if he wants to next year, he could have a 30-player freshman class, and I guarantee you it'll be in the top 10, mm -hmm. at least the top 15. Um, you, can, you, you, know, you can change that up whenever you want, but... You cannot get true freshmen other than the Jordan Seatons of the world. Maybe some skill position guys uh, like Draylon Miller, Dylan Edwards last year. You cannot get enough true freshmen that can contribute immediately to turn around a program from 1-11 to hopefully 8, 9, 10 wins this season in two years. It just can't be done. Especially on the offensive line and in the front seven. Yeah which are the positions that you need the most development time, not just to learn uh, how to play football at that level, but to develop your body. These are 18... We are getting 20, 21, 22, 23-year-olds in here yeah. in this front seven and offensive line. That's the plan. Yes. And that, that word is important to say, plan. That's what they wanted to do. Yes. They didn't... It's not as if like people are just going to believe whatever they want. Um, but it's not as if Coach Prime was just striking out in the high school ranks. He's like, fine, I'll go to the transfer board. Right. Like, it's just not how it works. Um, and the idea that you can't win that way, as someone said in the comments, has not been proven yet. It hasn't been tested yet. Uh -huh. No one knows. Well, what we do know is that Colorado 4 x their win total from two years ago by dominating the transfer portal. Yep. And they're dominating it again. Well, So we'll see what happens. The idea that you can't win that way has never been tested before. Yep. It, it, it this, the transfer portal at this scale hasn't been around long enough for us to know you can't win that way. Uh, last point I want to make. If you go back to the 2023 recruiting class, Colorado had 21 enrollees from that class. Normal-sized class, right? Mm -hmm. 21. Cormani McLean, Dylan Edwards, Omaria Miller, Adam Hopkins, Tajay McCoy... Jaden Milliner Jones, Kaysen Wiseman, Carter Stoutmeyer are guys who 
from what I remember, were truly recruited by Coach Prime. The other half of this class was recruited by the previous staff, and they re-offered these commits. Yep. So they would have only had 10 or so true commits last year. Yes. To this staff, who they went out and recruited. Yep. Granted, they only had so much time. They didn't have a whole season and stuff to do it. They only had a few weeks. Yep. But that's what was happening last year. They just held on to some guys who the prior staff already did the homework on, already offered, that they went back and watched, liked, and said, all right, we'll extend an offer back to them and yes. say, you're still welcome here. Yep. And again, that's a transition class, which is always the hardest to fill. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if you ask Coach Prime now if he could go back, if he would have said, I would have just kept those 10 scholarships for uh, the transfer portal. Sure. And again, remember, they only have five scholarships left. Mm -hmm. So those five scholarships could have gone to freshmen and everyone would be feeling fine right now um, because they could have boosted up that ranking yep. or they can save that for guys that they think can, can play immediately. And remember what, you know, there's this whole idea. Well, coach prime's going to leave anyway. Blah, 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 blah. It's irrelevant yep. because if you were anyone in the country, any coach in the country, and you knew that this was the last year of Travis and Shador, you would be knowing that this is the big year. Yeah. You're heavily invested in this year. And the funny thing is, like, people are saying, oh, well, Coach Prime is going to leave the cupboard bare whenever he does decide to leave because he's not bringing in these young players. <laughs> That's what happens with every coach now. Because anyone can just leave. Well, probably not even to that degree if he, say, gets hired somewhere else because he can't take a lot of the kids that he already brought in as a transfer. <clears throat> Go ask Nevada how uh, Jay Norvell left the cupboard when he left for Colorado State. Mm-hmm. The point is, when the coach leaves, nothing is stopping the kids from leaving anymore, and the cupboard's going to be bare no matter who your coach is if they leave. Right. And it was already bare before he got here. Probably as bare as it could even get the, before he got here. The most bare. Yes. Um, all right. We did get a commitment yesterday. Okay, yeah. Th this actually leads into something else I want to talk about. Former FIU offensive lineman Philip Houston has committed to Colorado. He started in... At least 11 games. Might have been all 12. They just didn't have roster data for the first game against mm -hmm. whoever it was. So, um, For sure started in 11 games. In 2022, he made five starts uh, in five games that he played. He's a Juco product from Navarro College. Played there in 2021. Made his way to FIU. Listed at 6'5", 250. He is not 250 pounds. I looked at... He's got pictures on his Twitter He's not 250 pounds. Yeah, the updated weight is 274 from what I've heard. Okay. Um, so very different from 250. Um, and on the right track of where you want your guys to be at. Um, but this leads into, first of all, welcome to him. Um, you know, a guy who on the surface looks like a, a, a nice depth player mm -hmm. for the buffs, a guy with a lot of experience. Uh, who, you know, has a chance to impress and, and make an impact. Um, but this leads me into something else, which is all these people are saying, a lot of Buffs fans are saying, I'm disappointed because of the eye emojis and the hype from Coach Prime before and all this stuff and nothing ever came of it. But you're, you just have to look a little closer. And I'll, and I'll give you two examples. One... When Philip Houston committed at some point yesterday, of course the coaches are going to tweet about it. You can't pick and choose what players you're going to do about that when you've made it a thing. Yeah. 
Um, so I had someone in my text saying, well, it was just such bad timing that they were doing that while this whole Seton thing was unfolding. I'm like, what are they supposed to do? Mm -hmm. They get a commitment from the kid and they tell him like, hold on, don't commit right now. Like, that's just not how it works. So that was one, uh, you know, little moment for the recruiting staff on Twitter. And the other one hasn't come out yet. But when it does, people yep. will be very happy. So it, it's unfortunate that the timing didn't uh, line up for good news yesterday. But there were two moments where the staff got good news mm -hmm. and they tweeted about it. Yeah. That's what they're supposed to do. Yes. So I get that. And then for the one of what Coach Prime said, and then I saw someone saying, you know, they were blaming us for talking about I know what Coach Prime said. It, he said, you might see a couple surprises that will have you thinking we're doing something really special. Didn't happen. Mm -hmm. He didn't guarantee it. Right. He didn't say, you just wait. He said, you might see something that has you thinking. And also, there was a surprise yesterday. It just hasn't come out yet. Yeah. So we'll see. We will see. But it was very wrong of the way that people uh, reacted to Philip Houston. I almost movement. said something, bro. Yeah. It was not good. Like, I understand you guys are upset and there's a lot of stress right now, but don't take it out on another kid who just made a, a amazing decision for himself to yep. come and join this opportunity here at Colorado. Something like, he was excited about. Yeah. So let's all chill a bit. Super lame. Um, all right. Shout out to our friends over at Breckenridge Brewery. You guys know we love our Breck Brews here at DMVR. Come on down to the DMVR bar. We got plenty on tap. And come out to our tailgates. Um, we've got almost every single one there. We got their Riki Seltzers as well. They've been doing it for 33 years. It all comes down to their love and passion for making good beer. It's made with 100% renewable energy. And you can check out their beer locator at www.breckbrew.com to find a Breck Brew near you. Olipop. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> shout out Olipop. Delicious. I actually just drank my last root beer at home yesterday. Uh-huh. Got to remember to restock before I leave the office. Um, it's keto friendly. It is delicious. It's prebiotic. It's good for your gut health. It's honestly incredible stuff. Uh, and everyone kind of around here has different favorite um, flavors. Mm -hmm. But man, there's a ton of options. Uh, everything from root beer, cream soda, vintage cola, uh, their kind of Dr. Pepper alternative, Dr. Goodwin. Um, there's even like banana cream. Yeah. Which some people like. They you got love a the lemon, grape. Yeah, love the grape, love the orange. They got a lemon lime one that Uncle yeah, Neely loves. Uncle loves the lemon lime. So check out our friends over at Olipop and use the code DNVR for 10, I believe 10, 20% off. 20% mm -hmm. off your purchase uh, from Olipop. Get you some delicious, delicious Olipop. Uh, shout out to Nicole. She had a good point last segment about... Olipop.com. Uh, Coach Mo. With guys like this, we talked about Yukiri Walker. Like, if you're coming in slightly undersized, what better program to go into than Colorado? It is prebiotic. Um, prebiotic, yes. Absolutely. One of the best strength staffs in the country. Guys, I mean, the perfect person to look at is Travis Hunter. Yeah. Travis Hunter went from... A wiry frame, I would say, uh -huh. to like 
incredibly strong last year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he added, I believe, 15 pounds of muscle in mm -hmm. the offseason. Uh, clearly didn't slow him down a bit. Shador got bigger. Shador got bigger. I mean, this is a this is a great, great strength staff for a guy like you mentioned uh, to come in and join it. Uh, for anyone to come in and join yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, he's obviously got a great frame. He's 6'5". If you go look at the pictures of him in uniform, he just literally needs to fill out a bit, add some mass. Yep. All right. Um, this is like the big college football story today. And let's get into it. We did, do uh, you remember when we did, uh, when CU went to the Big 12, when it was announced, we did a Big 12 uh, expansion tier list? Yes. We, had, we threw FSU in there. Uh-huh. We pretty much had them at the top. Yep. Well, on Friday, Florida State will be holding a special board of trustees meeting for the future of the football program, given its conference... Um, the ACC, we haven't talked about conference realignment and media deals in a while, but if you remember, the ACC has a nightmare media deal through like 2030. Um, it costs everyone an arm and a leg to get out of the conference, but FSU has got deep pockets and they're talking about it. Uh, and then this article, this is from Dan Wetzel of Yahoo Sports titled Florida State leaving the ACC would have massive ramifications for the future of college athletes. He said FSU desperately wants out of that ACC uh, bill, uh, grant of rights. He did also say there was no clear-cut clear landing place. There's plenty of talk among SEC and Big Ten administration um, given FSU's storied past and present strength, but it doesn't seem like it's going to be that easy. Uh, one Big Ten source in this article said, everything changes if schools are truly available. Despite what is said, there has been no reason to examine all of this, so it's hard to know. And then an SEC source was asked about this, if whether they'd be interested in Florida State, Clemson, or Miami joining the SEC. He said, my sense is there is more opposition than interest. SEC is more focused on being a national brand, not just the Southeastern brand anymore. Mm. They're trying to expand. Okay. So FSU to the Big 12? No. I mean... So Big 10? Yeah, it's not going to be the Big 12. It wouldn't make sense, in mm -hmm. my opinion. <clears throat> um, I would be so in on it just for the theatrics. Uh, and it seems like their fan base is really easy to troll. Um, so that sounds fun. <laughs> um, but I don't think that happens. In fact, I would... Ex despite what they're saying about the SEC, I think... It the SEC, they would go to the SEC. They're already at 16 teams. I guess a lot of conferences are. The fact that you have the natural rivalry already there with Florida, I mean. Yeah. I mean, you got Miami with them, too. Bring them both. What Makes about sense Clemson, to... though? Clemson? Yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, those are the three schools. You can, I guess you could throw North Carolina and Duke in there as well. Uh, Virginia gets thrown around also as potential schools who could get poached and join another conference. But sounds like the ACC is on shaky water and um, teams are going to leave sooner than later. It sounds like they're not making it through this media rights deal through 2030, just given the timing of the big 12s when that ends, because that's going to be up before that even happens. There's just a lot of stuff changing right now. But it's interesting to talk about.
It is interesting. I mean, this whole college football realignment is wild. I just can't imagine. I don't know. I guess FSU has some has a, some Big Twelve vibes. I mean, CU FSU would be an instant rivalry. It would and instant. they have UCF too. Yep. So I'm think like I mean, throw in Miami, just claim the state of Florida, basically. Yep. And there's uh, another. What's the word I'm looking for? Feather in the cap of the budding rivalry coming soon. <laughs> there is. All right, um, let's get to questions. Shout out to Shady Rays. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Block out all the haters bringing up Colorado's recruiting class. Uh, Shady Rays has hundreds of combinations, guys. Hit the um, like button. Also hit the like button. But Shady Rays has hundreds of combinations, strong, durable frames, and extremely clear polarized lenses. Uh, even if you lose or break your pair on day one, they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. And even if you just don't like your Shady Rays, you have 30 days to return them for free. Check them out at the Park Meadows Mall or go online to ShadyRays.com. Use that promo code DMVR. You'll get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. And you can try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. And shout out to Breckenridge Distillery. Delicious bourbon. A lot of people love the vodka. I'm not a vodka guy myself, but I have had the espresso vodka, and that is actually delicious. very good. Um, but they have several different delicious spirits, including the two different Broncos blends, the Ed McCaffrey blend and the Alfred Williams blend. Try them both. See which one you like better. Um, and check out Breckenridge Distillery product, which are available in all 50 states. So shop your local retailer or visit BreckenridgeDistillery.com for home delivery of award-winning Breckenridge spirits. Opera anywhere. Opera. All right. What's up, chat? How's the chat doing today, Alyssa? Yeah, how are they? Okay. Hanging in there? <laughs> better than Better yesterday? than yesterday. Definitely better than yesterday. Okay. Eh, a couple more trolls today, <laughs> but not bad. Oh, really? All right. If you're going to troll, just one rule. Got to hit the thumbs up. Uh, may as well subscribe to the podcast while you're at it, too. <laughs> Pull up Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Just type in buffs for the first show that shows up. And you can hate from anywhere. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> Make sure you drop that five-star review. Uh, Smuggles asks, what did you learn about yourself over the past year? I learned a lot about myself. What did you learn about yourself over the past year? That's I learned, I mean, it's been a hell of a year, too. Yep. Um, I don't know. It's been a year of validation, I think. Ooh, um, nice. It's also been illuminating, knowing or kind of learning what I don't know in a way, too. Learning how to get better and stuff like that. Um, so I guess I'd just say that I learned a lot about where I want to improve and get better at many things. So that's dope. I think that question was just for you since it's your birthday. Yeah. So I'll, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll leave that one for you. <laughs> Lamar with the super chat. Would it be a bad look if coach prime pulled his scholarship offer? Everything around Seton would drop his NIL value on social media engagements. Yeah, I think it would be a bad look. That's not going to happen though. I will just say, I don't think there's any winner in this situation except for the team he signs to maybe yeah <laughs> but even there there's gonna be like this neck like i'll put it this way because he mentioned nebraska i saw nebraska fans tweeting about him mm -hmm. and like most of the comments underneath it were actual nebraska fans being like i don't even know if we want him like that's how bad this has gotten 
I don't know, man. I'm just telling you. I'm, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Right? I'm just telling you what the public perception is right now. I feel like everyone needs to spend less time on Twitter today. <laughs> just step back. It's definitely not happening. I, it, we all need it. Literally, after that live yesterday, I just I didn't even do anything anymore. I was like, I can't handle it. I want to look at my screen time numbers from yesterday. How do I see that? Oh, Thank you for go. the super chat, though. Mr. Hillsman asks, is he is showing how ridiculous this entire thing is? Why can't folks just say good luck to the young man? Whatever he chooses, that's the problem. I agree, man. I mean, look. I spent 11 hours on my phone yesterday. <laughs> I don't even want to look at mine. <laughs> that's um, so bad. Yesterday I had... Oh, wait. That's just... Nine hours. Okay. Almost 10, actually. <laughs> so bad. And at least 30 minutes, my phone was just sitting on my desk while Hayes Fawcett and Jordan C. in her like shooting the shit. Mumbling to each other. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I agree, though, man. I think people need to chill. What if C. is not the best, is not the beast in college that he was against high schoolers? And how would everyone feel? That's another reason why people prefer the transfer portal. Sure. Having, uh, having, what's the word I'm looking for? Tape <laughs> on how guys actually perform against college aged people is incredibly valuable because of that comment. Now, I have a pretty good feeling that Jordan Seaton's going to do just fine when mm -hmm. he plays in college. Uh, I think he's pretty remarkable talent, but. On a larger scale, the point being, you never know how a guy, I mean, you never know how a guy who's playing against Colorado high school competition is going to look when he has to go up against, right. a, you know, a 320-pound monster. Um, so it's another reason why, why coaches are slowly but surely looking more towards the transfer portal. And I bet you that when people look back five years from now, they will say that Coach Prime was um, before his time. And then the other thing that I just have to point out is people are pointing to like, well, look at what Georgia and Alabama and Texas are doing. It's mm -hmm. like, yes, they're already there. Exactly. When you're already great, then all you have to do is keep filling the pipeline. Yeah, when you can shed five-star recruits and not even blink because you're just getting so many more coming in. Well, what I mean is you already have a team. Yeah. Your team is already good. Yeah. Then you just bring in players to go in behind them and mm -hmm. develop while they're good, and then they go out and you bring it up. Of course, everyone in the country would like to be in that position, but there's like four teams who actually are. So you can't compare them to Colorado, who was 1-11 two years ago and is trying to start from scratch. Mm-hmm. If if Coach Prime stays at Colorado for ten years, in a hypothetical world, by year like five, he's doing it that way. Yeah, but it's just not a luxury that he has right now. Facts. Uh, be more. Is this my guy Brian? Appreciate you, man. Appreciate all the love today, man. In the chat on Twitter, you guys are awesome. Uh, Coach K with the super chat also. Oh, it just said happy birthday, my guys. Go Buffs. Oh, he's... Oh. Wait, uh, which one? Coach K? Yeah. 
Uh, we already talked about that. Just the idea that it was the staff and Coach Prime's fault for getting people's hopes up yesterday, and that's why Philip Houston got bashed. If you can't see the problem there, we got to look a little deeper inside. Love up on these high school kids that committed too, man. Dude, Jalen Miller's insane. Yeah. Cam McKell is insane, or Michael, whatever you want to say. We have uh, three four stars and Brandon Davis Swain too. Yes, and Eric Brantley was a four star. Uh, yep. Um, he got knocked down, and all he did was ball out all season. Yep. Uh, I have a a deep, deep appreciation for Eric Brantley mm -hmm. uh, because he legitimately committed uh, 355 <laughs> days ago. Let's go. Then never said another word. Nothing. Just I don't even think he came for a <laughs> visit, bro. Yeah, he just signed on the dotted line <laughs> yeah. yesterday. It was like, cool, let's get to work. I have such a deep appreciation for him. He, <laughs> I might get a NIL jersey from him. <laughs> Let's go. Another Georgia kid, too. Uh, CJ Powell with the 2121 Super Chat. Appreciate you, man. Says, happy birthday. Thank you. What is the story with Adam Hopkins? Never hear anything about him. Um, he's kind of going through a... Sounds like a position change. Yep. Also, we, there was one... Um, we didn't mention the running back. Michael Welsh. Yes. Um, another player. This one, I, I, I'm kind of excited to see. I feel like the staff kind of called their shot on this one. Yeah. Lower level uh, Georgia running back, um, not nearly as heralded as all the other um, recruits in the class, but I think that they see something in him that they really really like, and they they're uh, they're kind of calling their shot. So I'm excited to see what he's got. Yeah, man, only ranked the 87th player in Georgia, so a kid coming in with this chip a chip on his shoulder fits the archetype that we talked about yesterday. Yep. The coach Prime laid out for running backs. Also. Uh, one more thing I want to bring up. This is kind of random off topic, but uh, talking about Michael Welsh just reminded me of this. There was an article from uh, one of our favorite outlets that was complaining about Coach Prime not recruiting the state of Colorado. Oh, Jesus. I think the headline was something along the lines of like, what does a Colorado kid have to do to get recruited by Coach Prime? The answer? <laughs> Be better. Be better. Yeah. Um, the number one rated, I have to double check this, but I'm pretty sure the number one rated Colorado um, high school athlete would have been the lowest rated player in this class for Colorado. Uh, that'd be Gage Ginther. Do What's his have, rating? Do you have the composite scores pulled up? No. He's .885. Okay, so he would have been just above. I mean, that's below the average though, right? They're at oh, 89? Yeah, well below. No, it's even lower than It's even higher than that. Oh, is it? Yep. But Welch is 87. He's the only one, I believe, uh, below that. So there you go. And we would have taken Gage Ginther for what it's worth. Sure. He was recruited. Um, but when Coach Prime is going to be incredibly um, picky when it comes to who he's recruiting in the high school ranks, it's going to need a. It's going to mean that there's going to have to be a generational Colorado high school product. Um, for them to be a part of these very small classes that Coach Ryan wants to bring in. Yep. Just looking through here. Ten of the... So Colorado's, I mean, their top recruits are all three stars. They're not even like four or five stars. Yep. But you mean the state of Colorado? The state of Colorado, yes. But in the top 30 best recruits from this state, only ten of them are Power 5 guys. Most of them are uncommitted still. Yeah. 
it's just it's it's, not worth it. It's not, a, and it's not a good time for Colorado football recruiting right now. Yeah, like Coach Prime um, went after Blake Purchase last year. Yep, we talked about that a lot. It was a guy who is very good and made an instant impact at uh, at Oregon this year. They wanted him. Mm-hmm. It was just too late. He had he had been recruited by Oregon for four years and had built some serious relationships there. So it's not as a Coach Prime is actively avoiding Colorado. It's just he's incredibly picky with who he's going to uh, recruit. You know what's more valuable than just getting recruits from your home state is getting kids who want to actually be in your program. Yeah, for sure. And sometimes those two things line up. Sure. I mean, there's tons of kids from Colorado going to Colorado State. Yeah. God bless them. Good luck. Yes. See you in September. <laughs> uh, JMP5280 says, Shador said, if you ain't with us, then move, or, move around. And I agree. Be done with the drama and wish you well. We'll be done with the drama soon. Uh, yes, we will. KT, you're a great dude, RK, but you have to know that it won't work that way. Championship teams are built on a brotherhood of culture, tradition, and legacy. What's stopping them from being able to do that? Nothing. <laughs> Again, as I pointed out earlier, many of the players that they're getting have multiple years of eligibility. Um, Bishop Thomas is going to be here for a few more years. Mm-hmm. Um, like I mentioned, Samson Okanlola, Terrell Timmons is a guy who has uh, several years of eligibility left. Quincy help, Wiggins. Quincy Wiggins has several years, years of eligibility left. Um, th- help me out with some more from last year. Um, last year, guys, I mean, off the top of my head, you got some, uh, young receivers. Jimmy Horn might have another year. Yes. Jimmy Horn has this year and one more. Um, so you can still build those Cam Silman Craig in the end. Most teams in college football have not been together for that long Yeah, because the most that a team, that a, a player and a a teammate are going to overlap is four years. Right. So what's the difference between that and three years? And even then, go look at the, you know, the class from a random school. I don't know, Kansas State. Mm-hmm. Go look at like their class from four years ago that they brought in. And then look how many of them are still on the team. Yeah. Cordell Russell, Alto. Yep. Yep. Alfredi with the $20 super chat. Appreciate you. RK and Jake CU is the only team I know of that. Uh, on the sideline, six NFL Hall of Famers. What players can walk away? Stop giving the haters airtime. Watch who else comes on board on February 7th. Appreciate you, Alfredi. I didn't even address the haters today. I saw it. It was rampant on Twitter. They didn't even. I had to make the point about this idea that Coach Prime can't recruit. It's like, so he's just, what, lucking into the trans- best transfer portal class? It's willful ignor- ignorance. They're exactly. just not even looking at the transfer portal or the type of players they're getting. It's the same shit that happened last year, yes, bro. Yes, yes. It's just crazy because it's like you have to ignore where we are in college football right now. To just you, I, I'm not saying you should only use the transfer portal rankings or only use the fresh rank. Just use the combined ones. They combined yes. them for a reason. Yeah. To the give us the full picture. Overall. How yes. about that one? Yes, overall is a good place of looking. JMP with another super chat. Uh, wait, wait. Yes, he is 18, but they want to be treated like professionals making six or seven figures. So that comes with additional things. Well, they're I, making six or seven figures. I don't, <laughs> I don't subscribe to the, to that, uh, idea that ba- someone, the, um, the way someone should be treated is based off of how much money they make. Like, yeah. I still just don't think it's right to be attacking 18 year old kids. 
No. Like, I just can't even imagine when I was 18 trying to make a decision like this with the amount of people that are in your ear offering you this, that, and the other, uh, offering your family this, that, and the other. And it's like, okay, well, this school's offering this to a family member of mine. The other school is not. Like, do I have to go there or else that's, like, not right to my family? Like, the amount of things that these kids are having to balance is just insane to me. And, mm -hmm. and I think they are kids. I, I think you're a kid until you leave college. Pretty much. And so I, I think it's wrong to... Uh, to criticize obviously you can have your opinion about whether what they did is right or wrong but like going after them and calling them names is not it for me yep everyone's got to chill a bit antoine with the super chat seaton's pr team and or close circle is failing him regardless of age it's a certain way you carry yourself and he is making himself look bad i do think that um he could have used some better advice from people around him this is going to be a learning experience for him. Yep. Either way, no matter where he goes to school, this is going to be a big learning experience for him. Yep. Definitely. Um, John asks, any time frame on when the 2024 Buffs football schedule will be released? It was released in mid-January last year. Uh, again, that was the Pac-12. We'll see when the Big 12 decides... The SEC, I think, did like a reveal show for their schedule. We, of course, don't have a Big 12 network, but I'm sure there will be an announcement. It won't just be like you'll wake up one day and there's a schedule. It'll probably be a buildup, I think. So, Yeah, I hope they make a bigger deal out of it. They should. Uh, Coach K says, happy birthday, Jake Poo. Thank you, man. Appreciate <laughs> it. It's awesome. Thank you for the super chats. Uh. Janetra, if Jordan comes, do y'all think he can get the trust of the other teammates? Yeah. The, One thing that I'll say is that... Um, that trust comes on the practice field, too. Though. Totally. Also, having been in, like, NFL locker rooms where this is a little more prevalent in terms of, like, negotiations, no one blames the guy next to them for trying to secure the bag. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's not what this is all about, per se. But people understand that, you know... There's a business aspect to this. Yeah. Um, and it's like you said, if he go if he comes in and he works his ass off and he balls out, no one's gonna be thinking about, oh, why did you do this or that in your commitment? Yep. Uh Keaton with the super chat. These are kids doing their best with no experience. Some of you need to stop tying your happiness and energy to kids at grown. Also, happy birthday, Jake. Thank you, thank you, and well said. Yo, Creo, can you guys discuss the LSU DT we are looking at? Um, Is it McCree? The one that just entered the portal? Yeah. Oh, man. This is going to be buried on my timeline now, but I tweeted it out. Um, it was a big kid, though, from what I remember. Yeah. Oh, man. All right, we can move on to the next... Super chat while you look for that. It's from Don Peasy. Happy birthday, Jake. I'm late to the Thank party, you. but what happened to Carl Lewis and the other kid that didn't sign? By the way, Prime won four games last year. Or four games year one at JSU, year two, 11 wins. Future is bright. No doubt. I believe it. Um, does, uh, Carl Lewis is still uncommitted, right? He's uncommitted or unsigned. unsigned. Yeah. Uh, Montre Bradford went to GT, Georgia Tech. And then... Um, and he made a comment about... 
<laughs> like it was oh, man. a one-year deal. He was asked about you know the flip and why he did it and all that, and he said you know a lot of went in, a lot of this went into my decision. Um, brought up Cam. Yep. And he said, you know, we're not going to be able to play together this year, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's a real microcosm of college football. We'll see. Another microcosm of college football was um, Ole Miss's number one rated JUCO. Uh, oh my god! Product. What are we doing? Rolling up to his signing in a Lambo. What are we doing? <laughs> oh, you know what we're doing. It's ridiculous. Apparently, uh, we have an Ole Miss fan in the office. Yes. And I brought it up to him in a good way. I was like, "That was awesome." And uh, he was like, no, it was like, that was a booster <laughs> who drove him up. I was like, no way. He got out of the front seat of that car. Yep. He was like, oh, maybe he let him borrow it. I was <laughs> like, I don't, I don't even care. I thought it was sick. Uh, Bryce Langston is the LSU defensive lineman. Okay. Was a 2021 four-star out of uh, Ocala, Florida. 6'2 and a half, 250 was what he came into high school at. LSU listed in this last year at 6'3", 300, though. Okay. That's a big difference. He's in the portal. Let's go. We'll see you soon. There's another LSU person that someone just... Oh, Tyge Hill? Is there a spelling there? Let me see. Um, He is also a defensive tackle. And he is also in the portal. He joined or entered the portal two days ago. This kid was a 22 three-star recruit out of New Orleans. He is listed on LSU's roster at um six three two eighty eight. By the way, see. it is absolutely wild that now every school in the country thinks they have a chance at Jordan Seaton. <laughs> the amount of teams I've seen like some like insider would be like, there has been contact or something. I'm like, this is just absurd. Anyways, from Ray. He's got to be playing around. Uh, happy birthday. Thank you. The right guys for the program will come. We have some good guys signed. I hate we're giving the unsigned more attention. I, I will say this. Because there's been a lot of people being like, why are you guys giving this more attention? We, ha we have to talk about this today. I mean, today. of course. This is, <laughs> this is the topic. Today. Yeah. Uh, we did talk about every single player who uh who signed yesterday yeah and we have a whole off season to talk about these guys and they'll they'll all come up yeah. but come on like we have to talk about jordan seaton today that is what's happening i feel like we did a pretty damn good job last off season of breaking down this roster from almost every angle <laughs> every player that's because we're going to do about 200 shows between now and the next football game they exactly play. Yeah. Part that too, but also we want to learn about the roster as well. Oh, and so I know. do they. So yeah. we'll get to it. Yeah, yeah. Everyone will we'll get, get their shine. Um, that it? Uh, yeah. Heading up to Boulder for the uh, basketball game tonight. Are you? Nice. Yep. Uh, five o'clock tip off Utah Tech, right? Yes, Utah Tech. Final non-conference game of the season. The Buffs are eight and two right now. Love to see it. Um, Got to keep it up. I'm hoping that Cody Williams plays. Sounds doubtful. Bummer. I think the plan is to keep him out till conference play because I think we have eight days. 
Okay. From now till the next game against Washington I, I, or Washington State. Am I crazy for thinking the college basketball schedule has been all messed up this year? Like, I feel like once it gets started, your team just plays like every four or five days, and there's just been these huge breaks. The Buffs have had a lot of breaks. Yeah, yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't. Maybe it has to do with all the invitationals they played in. They played in the Daytona Beach one, and then uh, what was the first one? Paradise Jam, or was that women's? Yes. Yeah. Uh, they Sunshine Slam or Paradise Jam. One of them. <laughs> Um, but the buffs tip off at five. Um, I will not be going up to Boulder, but I'll be watching. All right. Um, we will get new recruits on the show. We will. All right. Appreciate all the love today, guys. It's truly been felt. Um, anything else? No. No. Let's let's just wrap up. We can we can go right. forever. Let's go buffs. Let's go buffs. Y'all silly like the mayor. 